Business is brought to you by Audible.com. Everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. Not only do we live together and raise children together, but we also have a business that we own and operate together. Yes. And it was weird in the office without you today. I know. I was not in the office today. I was on homeschool duty today. But I was able to take your desk and set up my laptop, so I had like dueling computers going, and it was kind of nice. I feel I, every time I come back from being gone for a day, I feel like I come back and I sit at my desk, and I'm like, it's like, uh, who's been sleeping in my bed, you know? Oh yeah, it's definitely at a weird height for you tomorrow. Yeah, you've you've always like moved things around on my desk. I have an adjustable standing desk, so it's like, oh, is it? I, you've moved it at a weird height, but that's okay. You can use my desk anytime you would like. Thanks. So. This week, Allison, you want to talk about Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day. And you and I aren't really big Valentine's Day people. We don't do special presents or dinner out or anything like that. It's every day is Valentine's Day. But I thought it'd be fun to talk about like relationshipy type stuff today. Every day is Valentine's Day. I buy you roses every single day, don't I? I don't think you've ever bought me a rose. Oh, I've bought you a rose. It's just probably has at least been a decade or so. Well, when we were younger, I used to think, oh, flowers die. I need things that are more practical. And I've got practical, so it's okay to go back to buying me flowers. Okay. I'll, duly noted. Duly noted flowers are okay again. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. So how was your week, Craig? Uh, you know what? It's been a good week. I, um, I'm actually really excited. I'm, I'm, uh, I actually do another podcast. And on that podcast- You do another podcast? I do another podcast. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, but on that podcast, we're actually doing a fundraiser right now to raise money for um, a cancer institute. And we've been doing great with it. So That's cool. What are you guys doing? We, uh, we're selling t-shirts for our other podcast. Uh, and it's raising money for the West Virginia University Cancer uh, Research Center. And uh, we've raised uh, nearly $500, which is super exciting. That's great. Congratulations. Yeah. So that's been really exciting. Um, so Valentine's Day. Allison. Yes. I, uh, you know, I feel like even though you made the joke at the beginning, I feel like it is true that like every day is Valentine's Day in the sense of like, why, why do you treat somebody different on the one day of the year? You shouldn't. And I feel like that's why it's not a big deal for us. Like we try to go, we try to be a good couple all the time. We're not always successful, but we try to be aware of how we're treating each other. Right. And I feel like it's one of those things where like we, you know, we try to show each other respect and love and, you know, we care for each other throughout the whole year, all the time. So what are the, some of the ways you feel like we show each other respect as a couple? I don't know. How do I ever show you? No, we, you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, you um, make me dinner. No, I do make, yes, I make you dinner every night. That's true. I think one of the things that, you know, we found early on that worked for us was just being completely transparent about our schedule, like what our plans are, where we're heading, what we're doing, when we'll be home, when we'll be to the office or whatever it might be. Yeah, it's just being respectful of each other's time and knowing where the other person is. And I don't feel like it's one of those things where, you know, I ever feel like, and maybe this is how we've built our relationship, but I never feel like, oh, I have to hide that I'm going out to have, you know, fun with my friends or or if I'm staying late for work or whatever it might be. We've always talked about the fact that it's okay to have other things happening, 
it's not okay to lie about it. Right. And so I don't feel like, and there's never been, I can't even tell you, if, I can't think of a situation where I've ever gone somewhere or done something and not told you, hey, I'm going to go, after this meeting, I'm going to go out and have a couple of beers with my friends. Right. Well, and especially now that we have kids, it's, you need to be, we need to be respectful of each other's time and things that are happening. You know, if I'm the person who's leaving work to go pick the kids up and then I have to take them here, there and everywhere, it's nice to know where you are and what's happening. And if I need relief, that you're able to come and do that. And and I, and I also think that like from, uh, and you know, we do it digitally with Google Calendar has really helped us. But I also think the fact that we, you know, pretty much live and die by what we put on our calendars. And so we, you know, we share our Google calendars with each other. We have our own colors on there so that you know, hey, Craig has meetings this night or he has to go to the Little League Board of Directors meeting this night, you know. So you you already, and I know, I can look at it and go, oh, Allison has, you know, a conference call for one of her organizations or she has a meeting this night to, for her organization. So it allows us pretty far out to be able to go, hey. and, and It's and, okay for me to do something this night or it's not okay for me to do something this night. And what's kind of funny is, like, there are instances, just like anybody would have, like where one of us forget to put something on our calendar or it gets missed or it moved and we forgot to move it. And it is, it's like sometimes I feel like it's very traumatic for us because when it like you and I like our schedule and we like to know where we're going to be. And so when something shifts, you know, the day of or the day before, it's like, oh, gosh, what are we going to do? Well, like we have a meeting tomorrow that is almost a standing meeting, but we didn't put it on the calendar. So you scheduled something in the same time slot. And it was very like, well, what do you mean you scheduled something when we, we have that meeting? Right, so right. Um, I'm going solo. I you're, can do it. You're going solo. You You can do it. But. What are some other ways that, like, we treat every day like Valentine's Day? Well, I think that we try to avoid, you know, when we're talking to each other, we try to avoid extreme phrases because I think that that always gets the other person worked up, you know, when we're having a conversation. And, you know, when you're getting angry and frustrated, some of the most dangerous words you can ever say are never and always. You never do this. You always act like that. And it's easy to fall back on, you you know, those phrases but most of the time, those accusations are based in emotion rather than reality because you can always find a counter argument to you never do the dishes, you know. Well, that one time three years ago, I did. <laughs> right. So we try to like we try to keep those kind of phrases out of our vernacular because it just accelerates the, you know, it's not respectful because the, it's not true. You can't always be something or never be something. Well, and I think it's interesting that, you know, you and I both went through um, a similar class, or we went through the same class different times, but we went through the same class in college about interpersonal communication and just how we've learned these trigger words with each other and what not and when not to say them. You know, we've learned what is, you know, what is that word that's going to set you off or those, those, those words that are going to, you know, sort of upset you immediately. I'm listening to a book on non-violent non-violent communication right now and he just did a whole big section on that and I it, it kind of stuck out in my mind because I know I've done it even though I try not to do it. Oh yeah, we I mean I know we absolutely it absolutely if we would we wouldn't be a normal 
human couple if there weren't times where we definitely did it just to get on each other's nerves. Well, and we know it's okay to call the other person out for it. We've those are like preset boundaries that we've talked about in advance. Right. And it's and it's kind of funny because in talking about it now, you you feel I feel super guilty about it, but there are times when I know you're driving me crazy or you're doing something that's on my nerves and I purposefully say this or that because I know it's going to you know, poke at you a little bit. Well, I'm sorry I drive you crazy. Oh, yeah. Now you're that. There you go. That's you doing it back to me right there. <laughs> so, Craig, what do you think love is based on? Well, I think, you know, love is based on a, it's a lot of things. I mean, but mostly it's respect for each other, caring for each other, caring about what the other person feels for you and I. It's it's really about being a team like you and I. Everything we've ever done together since before we were together, when we were just friends, when we've worked together, when we are going on vacation together, it's all about teamwork. It's all about, you know, here's what we want to do. Here's here's the goal. How do we together accomplish that goal? Yeah, my parents always told me, marry your best friend. And it's not about it's not about the hot and heavy, the partying. It's who do you at the end of the day, who do you really like and who do you want to be with? Because that's what most of your relationship is going to be about. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not going to look this good forever, baby. <laughs> Little Me either. Little did they know that we would spend all of our time together and we really have to like each other. Well, and I, but I think that's a testament to what we try to, to do in our relationship. I mean, we do. We spend more time together than I think the average married couple does because of the fact that we have office together we work together we're all you know we have a business that we operate together as well as children and family and, and marriage and but i also think that it it allows us to continue to strengthen and do those things that we are already have a high aptitude for right well i we joke every almost every week we will turn to each other and go do you still like me and uh <laughs> well goodness the day you say no <laughs> no it'll never happen don't 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 you don't you worry but I think that the, those are sort of the, you know, having that, that shared vision, that's that common goal, you know, that's what's sort of, for me, important um, for us in our relationship. How, how do we, Allison, though, like, I, 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 I think about this a lot, and it's really, I'm really thinking about it a lot now with COVID having put so many restrictions on travel and, uh, you know, Everything now seems to be very much like Groundhog Day, the movie Groundhog Day. Like you're home and then you're at the office and you're home and you're at the office and there's nothing. Um, but in general, how do we usually try to balance, you know, each other and, and balance our that life part of it? Well, I know we've talked about it before that we each kind of spearhead different things. Like you spearhead the cooking and I spearhead the cleaning. And we've had a lot of guests talk about how that there is definitely a balance in their relationship that they are one is stronger at something than somebody else. And that's been definitely a common theme through our interviews with everybody, which I think has been great because I think that that's something you and I've always talked about. You are the night owl and I am the morning person. Um, I am much neater and organized and checklisty than you are. And you are definitely more of a free thinker. And I think that balances us out because together we kind of cover all of those bases. Well, and I think it's, it, it, and it's it, like you said, with a lot of the people that we've talked to, the, a lot of the, the couples that we've talked to that own and operate businesses together, I feel like that they have learned early on 
what those strengths and weaknesses are for each other. And even though it may change and morph over time, we know, like, and you and I have learned early on, I'm the spender, you're the saver. And so you're going to be in charge of the checkbook and the bank accounts because if you weren't, I would we I'd have tons of cool stuff. But that doesn't mean you're not part of the process. Right. But, I just like to look at the spreadsheets more than you do. But right, but that's exactly what I was going to say. Like it doesn't it, it, you know, with the way that we've done it, knowing that I'm the one who spends and you're the one who wants to save, we each kind of pull each other to the middle in a right. lot of a lot of times. You know, there are times where I, you know, really want to do and go and spend and you're like listen it doesn't fit in the budget for this month or this year or whatever it might be and on the other hand there are times where you're like you want to put every dollar into the bank and i'm going you know we really should just go and do and spend this little bit for us but then when i have my mental breakdown and i say let's go somewhere unexpected we can it totally throws me off when you do that by the way it's it's crazy so but yeah i think it's it's that you know it's that balancing and finding out what you know what each other does it's also a lot of times about you know taking turns with with things yeah and it takes work i just saw a great quote by um trey and leah from at stronger underscore marriages on instagram and it said if you want a great mind it takes work if you want a great body it takes work if you want a great business it takes work and if you want a great marriage it also takes work i think that sometimes People see certain couples and they think it's so easy and they think that they, you know, that they don't have bumps in the road and it is that Facebook, you know, profile. And it's not. It takes a lot of work. You know, you see the little pyramid of, you know, success. What people see is just this overnight success. But what they don't see is this giant iceberg underneath of how hard how hard they worked to get there. Right. And I think that it's true about marriages. No, ab- absolutely. And I think that one of the things you have to kind of focus on is, you know, especially when you own a business with your spouse is to don't forget, don't neglect your marriage. Don't don't forget to, you know, nurture that part of your relationship. Because I, and I feel like you and I get and it doesn't happen often, but there are times where I feel like we have focused so much on work or so much on the business that we have forgotten about the marriage part. We've neglected the personal side of it. I think that sometimes you have to step out of your routine and step out of your rut. You know, we had our 15th wedding anniversary two weeks ago and we're in COVID. We can't go out. We can't do anything special like we normally would. So we stepped out of our rut at home and we got takeout from somewhere where we've never gotten takeout from before. I ordered um, one of those escape rooms from from Amazon and we did that. Like everything was something different that we don't typically do and we haven't been typically doing at home for the last 11 months. And I think it was good. Yeah, no, it absolutely was. And so like, that that's key to it is to make sure you have, you know, when you when you work together and you operate a business together and make sure you balance that on the other end that if you know you and I sit across from each other at the office all day we've got to make sure we balance it and to have boundaries and to say hey listen it's whatever time it is at night it's time to put down the phone stop checking the email take a break spend some time with me i mean you and i you know almost every day carve out an hour at least an hour of when we just sit and be together if it's watching a show if it's talking if it's cooking if it's whatever we that hour happens every day and i think you know we're talking about love and respect and you know being 
there for your partner, I think that you also have to intentionally make sure you say things to your partner that they remember that they are loved, that they are the best person in your life, that they're your best friend, you know, that I that I think you're really smart. I think you're really talented. It drives me nuts that you're like, I feel like sometimes you are so perfect. You can, oh. you know, no, but like you can watch a video on YouTube and how to do anything, you know, um, that you're a great dad. You know, you are enough. And I think we need to make sure that we remind each other and are proactive in saying that. And I know sometimes when I say it, you, you look at me and you're like, oh, okay. And that you think it's hokey, but you have to. You need to hear it and I need to hear it. Well, and you need to be, you need to say it out loud. You need to make sure the other person, even if you feel it and you say, oh, well, they know, they already know. They know I love them. They already know that I care for them. They know that I think that they're great or that they're good at making sure we don't lose money or paying the bills, whatever it might be. Like you have to make sure that you say it out loud or write it in a card or a note or do something outside of the norm. Don't expect that person to know that you have that feeling. My go-to is to get you jelly bellies and leave you a note on your uh, pillow. That's uh, that's nice. I like it. But I think that, you know, you have to make sure that you're finding ways to show gratitude to that person, to your to your significant other. So what are some good ways when we're frustrated with each other or you're frustrated with your spouse to to work it out? What do you think? How do you that that's worked for us. I guess one thing for us is to try not to let it escalate. Very rarely do you and I get in shouting matches with each other when we're when we're frustrated with each other. We don't we don't generally raise our voices or yell or it it doesn't and 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 it goes without saying obviously you should never it should never get to a physical fighting point. Like you need to understand that that person has a point of view, a feeling, a thought uh, that is different than yours, and the goal should be to find that that compromise. Yeah, I can only think of one, and it was actually during COVID that we've had, and it we we were yelling we were yelling back and forth each other, and it was a work issue, and I think we finally got to the point where I said, "Say it a different way." Right. And I think that it was didn't. I could not understand what you were talking about. And so we were fighting. And I think at the end of the day, we were fighting about, a, we, were, we were agreeing for the most part, <laughs> but we didn't know we were agreeing until we like just found another way to say what we were saying. Cause I, we, I, we were, I thought we were just so off base on not on the same page about what the expectation was well and i feel like a lot of times with you and i that uh there are times where you're i i think that you're the more passionate of the two of us well that's scary no i really do i think that you you um put your heart i don't want to say put your heart into it more but that you're you dig into you know a a belief or feeling more than I do. And I think I tend to be, I, I feel like I tend to be the one that's a little more, not necessarily open, but I think it's, it takes longer for me to form an opinion than it takes for you to form an opinion sometimes. And so I I think that sometimes when I form an opinion of on something that it's different than yours, that we do, that that, that is what allows us to escalate. You know, you need to try and and listen and and hear what the other person is trying to say and understand their point of view as well yeah and we talk about using um listening words and 
we used to say this and then my friend, one of our friends used to say, well, what I think I hear you saying is, and we do it at work. Like I, I, we talk about, you know, say back to the client, what I think I hear you saying is so that they have the opportunity to be like, oh no, that's not what I meant. So we try to do, all right, what I think I'm hearing you saying is this, this is how I'm perceiving what you're saying. Because you may be saying something totally different than how I'm perceiving it because I have all this other baggage that has nothing to do with what you're talking about. Right. So you need to, you need to recognize and you need to appreciate the differences between people and that people are different. And even if you're married or whatever, that it's, it's, you're going to have different feelings, different opinions about things and having differences isn't a bad thing. No, it's not. I think in a lot of ways, sometimes our differences is what makes us better. Well, and one other thing that I try to do is when I'm getting frustrated, and I think I might have said this before, is um, I try to set a deadline. So if it's that something isn't happening or that I need information, I try to say, hey, I need X, Y, Z by Friday or I'm going to be or I'm going to be mad. And then that gives sets the expectation that I'm not going to be mad now, even though I want to be. If I don't have the information that I need by a certain day, then I'm going to be then I'm going to be frustrated. I can't be mad at you for something you don't know I need. Yeah, no, that's 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 absolutely true. So I think that's that's a lot to unpack there. That's a, that's a big Valentine's Day bow right there for people to to try to think about. I think for us, Allison, it's one of those things where we've known each other for so long now, and we've worked with each other from the day that we really knew each other. We've never not had a working and you know, not, I mean, most of our lives together has been a working as a couple and being together as a couple relationship. And I think that part of that is, is that we've gotten to really understand those balance points. Yeah. Um, and I think that if you're looking for something fun and different to do, marriage365.com has a great blog about understanding and appreciating your differences with your spouse. And they've got some questions as like starters to get you started that you and I have looked at before. That's a really good uh, jumping off point for talking to each other. Yeah. It's a little, it's like a little, uh, yeah, it's like talking points, little, little conversation starters for, for talking about your relationship. And I will say this, you and I have never experienced this, but it is important to nurture your relationship. And if that means finding a third party to talk to and going to counseling, going to relationship counseling, that's important. That's something that you should seek out if that, if you feel that that's what you need. Yeah. Sometimes that unbiased person to help you navigate your getting your discussion started is, is helpful because yeah, you came together because you liked each other, but sometimes you get so involved in your own part of life that it's hard to get back together. Yeah, absolutely. So don't be afraid of that. If if you're working on it and you want to make it better, that's a good thing. And it'll only make your family life better and your business better. So it's okay. Definitely. Definitely. We also want to remind our guests that you can get a free 30-day trial from Audible. All you have to do is go to Audible Trial dot com slash biz married and sign up get free 30 days for some awesome books our podcast is on there 
you can listen to tons of stuff on Audible, Allison. Yeah, I just finished listening to When Your Business Partner Is Your Spouse, How to Have a Successful Business and a Happy Marriage by Kristen and Justin Dees. It was really cool. They shared their experience of marriage and business and shared some training exercises and experiences designed to help you open the door of communication, understanding, and empathy between you and your spouse. Yeah, definitely. Check it out and get a free 30 days on us. Go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried for a free 30 days. Everybody, thanks for listening this week. We really appreciate it. Don't forget, find us on social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Just look for us at BizMarried. You can also search for us on Facebook, Married with a Business. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, honey. Love you. Love you too. Thanks everybody for listening. And remember, it's not only important to focus on your business, but also your marriage, because we're married with a business. 